coming in. Keep it locked right here. You are listening to MTMB Sports. Hey guys, welcome back to Sports Talk with C. Your girl is back with another episode. And on this episode, I got to chop it up with Allie Palmieri from Seton Hall Women's Basketball Squad. But before we begin, let's take a short break. Out of adversity and trauma, challenges and hardship, from the streets of Kansas City, a shoe company was born. Birth from the desire to serve others and provide high quality cleats and sneakers at an affordable price, we present to you Ozell Brand. It's not just a brand, it's a lifestyle. Order now at OzellBrand.com. Connecticut's 2020 Gatorade Player of the Year describes her game as energetic, said the squad is all in, introducing Allie P. Good evening, Allie. Thank you for coming on Sports Talk with C. Thank you for having me. Of course. How's your evening going? I'm pretty good. That's pretty good. So tell me a little bit about yourself and where you grew up. Uh, my name is Allison Palmieri. I'm go by Allie. I'm from Trumbull, Connecticut. I grew up there my entire life, and now I attend Seton Hall University in New Jersey. So I was reading a little bit about you, of course, and I did read that you know you had you know 2020 play. Excuse me, Gatorade Player of the Year. But before we get into all that good stuff, tell me about like the basketball culture when you was growing up. Um, funny enough, I was the only one that played basketball my entire family, like extended cousins, all that. It actually like was because my grandma got us, me and my brother, a basketball hoop and nobody was using it. So I was like, somebody has to put it to use. <laughs> and then I just like played um, local with like my rec, or not rec, like CYO teams mm-hmm. and then middle school, high school, and then obviously AAU, which was really beneficial for me. So when you started, you said, you know, the only person played in your family and you wanted to put the basketball in use. When did it, was it like that you started to watch like basketball? And when you did start watching basketball, who was it that you started to look at? Um, I would say probably around like sixth, seventh grade. And I was a big UConn fan. I know I shouldn't say that now, but <laughs> being a Connecticut kid, it was always UConn, UConn. And I love right. Dewar and she's still my favorite player. I think she's the best player in the world. So, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. So when you first started, what was your first AAU experience like? Explain that to us. Um, I actually played for Connecticut Premier. Okay. Um, so that was like a more local team. We did like two tournaments that were like um, with college coaches. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. Like we played with a bunch of people that are in college right now. Like one's at Northwestern, one's at Bethune-Cookman, like a bunch of people. It was more local. And then we kind of branched out. But I thought it was very beneficial. The coaches kind of really instilled what kind of mindset we needed to have growing up and it was only eighth grade so I really appreciated it so what would you say like you talk about the mindset what would you say would be one thing that you can that you took from AAU then and that you currently use still now going into um 
going to the Pirates coming in this upcoming season? Um, I would just say you have to work harder than everybody else. Like, that's what they always instilled in us is, like, this practice obviously is enough. You always have to do stuff on your own. And that's something that I just always live by and continue to keep in the back of my mind. Right. Speaking of mindset, it had to be some type of mindset to get 2020 Gatorade Player of the Year in the state of Connecticut. Because yeah. there's so many ballers that come out of Connecticut. And, the com- like, basketball-wise, the competition out there must be crazy. Mm-hmm. What was your mindset that year and to get that award? And how did you feel after, or was there any type of feeling when you received the award? Um, That was actually kind of a crazy experience because I had just transferred from public to prep. Okay. So it was in the NEPSAC and the competition was great. So I just was really honestly blessed to be at like a new school. My coach, Jen Harris, really believed in me. And just kind of gave me like freedom to really play my game, which is something that I really wanted and I didn't really have at my old school. Mm-hmm. So once I got that, it was kind of like I needed to prove myself, prove that there was a reason I transferred. And right. my teammates were amazing. They kind of believed in me from the get go. And once you have people that believe in you and like continue to build your confidence up, it's just like amazing the things you could do. Okay. I always ask everyone that comes on. And because you got that award, you have to have. Let's not let's keep it on. You got to have some type of basketball game to get, you know, Gatorade yeah. play of the year. So if you in that year, just that year alone, you in one word, what would you say you would describe your game in one word? Back then? Yes. Um, I would just say energy. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. play with a lot of energy. See, I like that because sometimes when your game doesn't fall, you just need that little bit of energy and everything will start coming into play. Yeah. So I want to hear about your process and trying to pick the perfect school because now this will be mm-hmm. your second. Yep. And it's, well, let's talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. How do you know or how do you, like, what is the best way someone picks a best school for them? What would you say is the, or advice you would give, I should say, for someone choosing the best school that fits them? Um, I would say the first thing going back is, do they need you or do they want you? Um, I think like, I fell into the perception of like, if they're like recruiting me, they're recruiting me really hard, like they have to need me, but it's really like, they just want you to be like, obviously you're going to play, but it's probably not going to be freshman year. Right. Or like early on. And that was something that I really did want. So that was something that looking back, I kind of wish I really investigated more and looked more into the team and who was my position, how old were they, how much experience did they have, things like that. And then I think you really need to know what kind of people they are, like get kind of close with the girls, get a little insight from them. And then like the rest is like, do they have your major academics, all that kind of stuff? How far away from home is it? But I think that's kind of stuff you really worry about when you're first entering, like first right. worrying about schools so that way you can kind of like narrow it down. Okay. And how would you say how important is a coach when choosing the type of school you want to go to? Um, Looking back, I think the coach is everything. Um, that is like a re- big reason why I like it so much here is I feel like the coach, Coach B, really just makes you feel welcome. Like every day he gives you a hug, asks how you're doing. It just makes you feel like he values you as a person first. 
instead of just a basketball player, like it's a business, even though it always is. It's like he makes you like really feel like you matter. So I feel like that part kind of goes unnoticed, but it really does make me feel like it was a good choice. He is absolutely amazing. I met him at the Big East um, tournament. And it was like my first big media experience that I've ever encountered. And I never knew like my podcast would even bring me into that. And he made me feel like this big, big shot. And I didn't even know him. And he didn't judge me. He didn't take the fact that I had long nails. I went with my, I went how I am in my J's. I wasn't changing who I was. And he just made me feel like you could be who you are and still do a great job. So Mm -hmm. the fact that you say that now about him and I literally only been, we've been friends on social media for about like a month and a half now. And you say the same thing about it, about coach Tony it's absolutely amazing because it's really true about who he is as a person and I absolutely love him he's absolutely great and I've I've met him one like the whole entire weekend I've interviewed him and every time I've talked to him he's been the same person and I just wanted to share that story with you so you know like it's the same if you got you ain't being told no bs girl right he's the same person all the time. So going to picking, you know, Seton Hall and what are some self, you know, goals that you have for the season? Um, I'm actually just getting back from injury, but I just want to like, obviously continue to prove myself and mm-hmm. hopefully I can be like a really big like contributor and everything. But I think as a team, I think being in the top three, top two Big East is definitely a goal being in that championship game, making a real big impact making our presence felt in March Madness. And then honestly, just like proving our worth, putting ourselves on the map, I think is something that we're really trying to do. Nice. So we're going to, you know, skirt, skirt, skirt back and Mm -hmm. speak about, because, you know, a lot of kids always get injuries and they don't know how to deal with them. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you say you're just coming back from an injury and you still see pumped about getting back on the court and, you know, still being that team player. What are some ways that you got into, um, how you got back here how did you get through your injury and what is some advice can you give people going through an injury or if they sustain an injury how they can get through it and get back to where you are and just you know having that energy to get back on the court um I think the biggest thing for me coming through this injury is that like you really can't control it mm-hmm. so there's no point in like feeling down for yourself and feeling bad about it all the time and I just Every day was something else I could do, whether it was watch practice, take form shots later on, start running on the underwater treadmill. Like it was something I could do. So I was trying to make the most of each step forward. And then obviously just like watching more film on my own at like scrimmages, trying to take in like a different perspective mm-hmm. that I wouldn't have if I was playing. So because I think too much in the game when I like, even if you're just sitting on the bench, you kind of get too focused in and like, oh, where's the pass going? Like things like that. And you don't really think about the little things that's getting to that point. So I think just engage, like making the most of the new perspective and just trying to relax. And other thing I realized is that my body probably needed the rest. Mm-hmm. So trying to just let my body heal naturally, not force anything was also big. And when you're having the tough days, you know, you have to push yourself, but when you're tired of pushing yourself, 
do you look to your team? Do you look to your family? Do you look to your friends? Or is it a collective between all, everyone? Um, for me, I'm really close with a few of the girls here. So I definitely look to them. I am super close with my mom. So I rely on her a lot. And then I think just like in general, the people here are really good, like from coaches to just the team in general, not just like people I'm super, super close with. Like everybody has your back. Everybody's checking in on you. So it just like makes you feel like you're not really alone, which was big. Yeah, I feel I, I don't I don't play sports. I never played the sport of basketball, but I would say like just not being alone would be the biggest thing yeah. um, for me to just like overcome an injury of wanting to not be alone during that injury because that's yeah, when no, you 100%. like I think you would overthink you know everything and how would you deal with if you ever been in this position trying coming back from either an injury a small injury a big injury or just being able to switch um you know either being in starting position you know going coming off the bench or just having to you know go to the bench coming from starting just for that game how do you, you know, what advice I should say, do you give someone to that doesn't know how to do that for the bigger of the team? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would really just say, like, make the most of everything you have. Like, if you could play, like, there's people that can't play. So I would right. kind of, I like take that look as like, at least you're there, you could play, you can really like make the most of it. And there's always a chance to prove yourself. So prove yourself like wherever you are in whatever stage you have. And what is it that you would like to do in the future? Um, I'm actually like a major in sports psychology. Ooh. So I hopefully want to be like paired with the team and be able to like travel with them, help them with like all their like mental toughness, injuries, like things like that. And if you couldn't compare someone now, your game, who would it be? On the woman's side? Both. Let's make it spicy. Um, Hmm. On the women's side, I'm trying to be like Kelsey Plum. I like her game. Like, like there, shooter, okay. shooter, driver, kind of like slasher. And then men's side, mm, I know he doesn't shoot that much, but like I like Devin Booker. He's one of my favorite players. So oh, I'm more of an inside girl. I hate shooting. Oh, oh that's okay. <laughs> I'm just. Uh, because when it, it's like when you don't shoot and then it doesn't, you know, but, you know, shoot yeah. a shoot. So they're only going to continuously to shoot. I just like the inside game. But Kelsey and Devin, I like it. I like it. Well, thank you, Allie, for coming on Sports Talk with C and coming to bless yes, me. With your, of course. I can't wait to see you play. You know, I told Coach Tony I'll be coming down to, you know, to come see him in the squad um, a game down in Jersey. So I definitely, hopefully get to see you bless the court and see your game. And, um, you know, like I said, thanks for coming on Sparks Talk with C and you have a good night. Thank you. You have a good one too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. So before I head out this week, I just want to say thank you to everyone who continuously listens, rocks with your girl C. Um, and if you guys have not had a chance to go read the article that was on canvasrebelmagazine.com, please go do so. Um, if you have not seen the article, the link will be posted in this um, episode's caption. It is on all my social media, Sports Talk with C on Twitter, Instagram, 
Facebook, TikTok, you know, all that good stuff. And make sure you guys send me an email, a DM, um, a message, whatever, if you want to come on the show, if you want to come on my live show on Mondays with my bros, if what you would like to see, if you have any critiques for me, I'm open for all. Until next week, guys, C is out. Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports.